What is going on, guys? Welcome into another episode of the Dynasty Dogs Podcast. I'm your host, Rich McIntyre. Alongside me is Mike Anthony, and we are brought to you by WindDailySports.com. This week, we'll be breaking down the NFC North. We'll be giving out our dog tags and the doghouse. See who our, our values are and who we're staying away from. Let's see if the this, North remembers. <laughs> this week, I'll be breaking down the Lions and Packers. Mike's got the the Vikings, and the Bears, and we'll jump right into it. So for my dog tag of the Lions, this may be a stretch. This may be a uh, a long shot here, but the value I feel is there. The dog tag, I'm going with Marvin Jones Jr. Okay. He's back He's back with the Lions this season after a <laughs> stint. Yeah, after a stint with the Jags. Um, you know, he's always been a reliable receiver. He's always been the guy – you know, who, who'll, who'll get you points, who'll get the catches. He doesn't drop many balls. Um, and my reason behind this is, I think, if you listen to my last our last episode, you'll hear my undying love for Amon Ross St. Brown, who I think will finish in the top five this year in mm-hmm. wide receivers. Um, with that being said, I think Amon Ross draws double coverage and absolutely draws the best cornerback. He also, eats that, up the middle. he also eats up the middle of the field, too. Exactly. And he doesn't drop a damn ball. No, he doesn't. No. Um, but that with that, it opens up the guy on either the right or the left side. He's the, he's the wide receiver, too, on the outside. For now. Right? Yeah. So for now. And I think, you know, he's going to have a healthy start, but he'll have a healthy advantage over the next guy who we'll get into in the doghouse. Um, but I think that creates the ability, ability for him to get open and for him mm-hmm. to create passes, I mean catches. And with a ADP of 292.2, you know, looking at guys around him, Dontavion Wicks, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not that well-versed on the uh, Dontavion Wicks highlight reel. Rookie wide receiver, Green Bay. Uh, I believe he was a fifth or sixth round pick. I'd have to double check on that. Exactly. You have to double check. I don't have to double check on Marvin Jones Jr. <laughs> He's at 291.2, and he got Corey Davis at 294.8. And then looking at them guys, Marvin Jones is a wide receiver too behind Amon Ra. So, you know, at 292, you're kind of taking flyers on guys, right? So, right. He was a fifth round pick, Wicks, by the way. Okay. So I was I mean, sixth. I mean, John Wick, Don Tavion Wick. I mean, that's a I take John you, Wick. Yeah, now if that was yeah, if he was there, I'm taking yeah. it. But in terms of you know a wide receiver two that you can get points out of, that he's not going to give you you know 19 points a game, mm-hmm. but he can give you that eight to 12 range. He has you know he's been a steady wide receiver for now 11 years, going on 12. He has, I know, right? That's crazy. Yeah. I remember when he first came in. I'm like, damn. Um. But yeah, he he just puts up he puts up numbers. I mean, he'll puts up solid numbers. He puts up you know you could throw him in on a bye week and get you ten to twelve. You're not going to be like oh let me take you know my third guy and he may give you three to four. He'll give you that ten. Yeah, and with Jared Goff, especially on that offense, right? That offense is dude. I, a lot of people sleep on the Lions. I think I picked the Lions to win the, that division. Um, you did. That, yeah, they're 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 a nice team, dude. I think a lot of people sleep on them just because you know they're the Lions, right? We've been we you know they're the butt of everyone's joke. 
right for for the longest time. But dude, they got a nice they got a nice squad going. I mean, Jared Goff is that that tweener kind of wide uh, kind of quarterback. Um, he's 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 solid, but he's he's kind of like a bridge, but like a long term bridge. Um, but okay. he in terms of fantasy, right? He's a very good but, fantasy option. Jared that's Goff. what I was going to say. He's a, he's very good in fantasy. You know, he gets the ball out. He he makes completions. He makes smart throws, and with that, Marvin Jones, I feel like will eat off of that. I also so about Marvin Jones. His I was just looking it up while you were talking. Uh, his average depth of target or a dot is thirteen and a half. So he's a deep target essentially. So this would be good for guys like Amon Ra and Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs. You know those short area. You know the short area yardage is going to be all for them. And right. Marvin Jones could take the top off, right? Until so all your dog house comes back. Well, thank you for leading me into that. My dog, <laughs> my, my dog house, the guy I'm staying away from is that Jamison Williams. Now I know me and you, as Eagles fans, for about 45 minutes, we were super pissed off that we we didn't take Williams, but little did we know AJ Brown was coming right up. And coming right to us, Jameson Williams, the guy. Well, when he was coming out of college, yeah, and for the so, for the Eagles in the draft, in general. yeah, yeah. So before okay. bef- before AJ Brown was taken, obviously, I was like, damn, I, w- I want this guy. He's there for us. He's there for us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, we trade for AJ Brown, and all is forgiven. But as far as Jameson Williams, side side note, real quick, my good. my big uh, wide receiver for that class was. A guy I talk about a lot, Traylon Burks, um, and then which is funny. You love you this guy. I do, but it's funny you mentioned AJ Brown because we traded for AJ Brown. They and then in turn drafted Traylon Chuck at Chan. that play right. at that spot. So, I uh, Jamison Williams had a very good college career, you know, at Alabama. It, and you know what? That's great. That's just, I'm glad you bring that up because a lot of guys have great college careers at Alabama, and then it doesn't. Yeah, and then it doesn't really translate that much. I think I think Reggie Brown went to Alabama. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. but recently that, Alabama's put out you know decent wide yeah, receivers. You yeah, had Devontae Waddle. Mm-hmm. Rugs before I, everything with that, but well, I don't even think Rugs was really that like good in the NFL. And I think he, him and Jamo are very similar. Those speedy vertical targets, you know. Right. Yeah, but Jamison Williams, he's coming off an ACL injury last season. Um, he only played in a handful of games. So this, this year I'd really like between last year and this year, you kind of, you kind of put him into like a wide receiver. That's like a rookie wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a quote from Dan Campbell, if I can paraphrase it, essentially he said that he, his hand mechanics are pretty much not so good. So really, that, okay. That's yeah, interesting. So he, he doesn't have, so essentially he doesn't have good hands. So he's never going to be that guy. He's never going to be an elite pass catcher who's going to get, you know, 8 to 10, 10 to 12 targets and catch maybe nine of those targets. But that would make up for it with his speed. He's ridiculously fast. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's not a talented guy. My hmm. thing is between the ACL injury and, of course, this season he's spent it for the first six games, you know, off the field issues kind of, you know, if you're looking in dynasty perspective, you don't want a guy who's going to have, um, you know, reoccurring type thing. So he already has an injury and he has a, a shady pass. Well, so he did he, have that injury coming in to the NFL. Right. 
So, this so that's is already like, one thing against Yeah, well, it's technically two years removed now from the ACL, essentially. But for me, it's like when I'm when I'm drafting or I'm looking at guys, I look for guys that are like clean. I mean, I'm sure everyone does. This ain't, can't be only me. Clean bill of health and clean, mm-hmm. you know, off the field. And okay. anything that could be a detriment to my team, I feel like I have to stay away from that. So if I have so there's guys that I have close to in um, ADP comps. So if I'm on the board, if I'm on the board, I'm looking at I need a wide receiver, right? I'm looking, I'm saying, you know, Jameson Williams has an ADP of 75.1, and I have Traylon Burks, who is there at 71.6, who I know we just spoke about. You love Traylon Burks. I love him too. I think he's going to, I think it's going to open up the field for him there and, and in Tennessee. I think he's going to be the guy. And then you got Chris Godwin, who's always at 76.2, uh, who's always put up points. You know, he's been the, that guy who's been, you know, 14 to 17 point range. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking there out of those three? You know, I feel like it would be it would be the first guy off the board. I'm saying, nah, Jameson Williams would be out of those three. I, I'm out on Williams. Right. And it would be harder for, for me to choose between Burks and Godwin. Mm-hmm. It depends on my build. Um, if I'm trying to win, it's Godwin. Right. And if I'm okay. not trying to win, it's Burks anyway for me. So I agree with you. I'm passing on JMO there. I think with that, I think Burks could be a win now and later. He's like a now or later. Oh, yeah, I could agree with that. But, he, you know, he's still young. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? They're both the same age. Right. And I think with that, I think Burks is a lot. I think there's almost like a high expectation for him. Um, there's high expectations for both. They both were first-round picks. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, I mean, Jameson Williams, I'm staying away from him. It's just too much stacked against him. As opposed to not enough for me that I, that he's done, you know, it's, in the NFL. It's so crazy. Like, that, what is he? It's crazy that you know you mentioned these off the field issues, and he's suspended right now because of the the betting situation. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's allowed to practice, but he's causing fights at practice, as what I read. Right. So you know, what does that say about the guy? Right. You never you know, really he, know. Unfortunately, that's something we don't really get to know too much about these players, you know, but one person I listen to a lot in the, you know, dynasty space, uh, Brandon Lejeune from the Debbie to dynasty podcast always says intangibles matter, you know, right. in an NFL player. And that's something right. like you said, and it- it's something like you said, you, you want to make sure, you know, when you're drafting a guide, hopefully long-term for dynasty reasons, you want them to have, you know, a uh, good intangible so you can have them for their whole career. Right. And I, like I keep, you know, referring to, we're Eagles fans. So we know about intangibles. J- Jalen Hurts. That's it's all the we about the guy. I believe it was the anniversary of uh, Terrell Owens a couple days ago doing sit ups in the driveway. That's something I'll never get over, dude. I love it. I wish we kept him. Dude, that that's, was... that is, that'll be the argument until I'm dead. I'm, not, I'm, they're going to have to pull the plug on me when I'm 100 years old and I'm going to be, I'm going to say, they should have kept T.O. over Donovan. Because See, that's the thing. We say wait. these things about, like, we want them to be good off the field. T.O. wasn't always the best off the field, but, like, the talent was just so – he's a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? The talent was just too damn good to care about that. He, he played in the Super Bowl with a broken ankle, yeah. one. <laughs> Two, my biggest argument of anyone who says they, they, they made the right choice of keeping Donovan, they said Donovan was a guy and drafted Kevin Cobb in the same year. Mm-hmm. 
So don't tell me that he's your guy. He's your guy. He's your guy. Just like Carson's our guy. Come on, dude. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. All right. So who are you breaking down? Who's your first? All right. So I'll start with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, My dog. I'm going to start with the negative, as I usually do. Uh, Okay. I'm going to go with our doghouse. Alexander Madison, running back, Minnesota. I put out a poll yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. I asked at his current ADP of 97.3, are you taking a shot on Alexander Madison? 55% said yes. 45% said no out of 29 votes. Which, okay. I mean, yes won, but it seems like... It was like, close. Yeah, it seems like the Dynasty community isn't 100% sure about Alexander Madison. Which, again, is why I'm putting him in the doghouse. Because... He's played six games without Dalvin Cook, okay? Mind you, these games were in 2020 and 2021. So we're we're going back in time here a little bit. Four of those six games were against the Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks. I looked it up. Both of those defenses at that time were bottom-ranked in rushing defenses. So I think the Lions were 28 and the Seahawks were around 18 in rushing defense. So, again, he put up good numbers. You know, he had 477 yards, uh, five touchdowns in those five games, but four of them were against lower-tier defenses, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and what, he, what do we... Go ahead. He averages, like, he averages like four yards a carry, which isn't, which which isn't is bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Depending on how many carries he gets. Who is My question would be, who are, who is around him, ADP-wise? Um, that you'd be struggling with to say, again, kind of like I said with wide receiver, I need a running back. Who okay. who are my three guys? So I actually have several because I, I what I did was I put some youth and some age in there. Just, you okay. know, 100% I'm taking this guy over him. He's one of my dynasty buys is Aaron Jones. Okay. 100% taking Aaron Jones. For he's, he's, always been, he's always been reliable. Right. Uh, Zach Charbonnet. I'm taking Charbonnet. He's got the second round pedigree. You know, he's young. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is another one. That one I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. That'd be that a toss up. I think I would take yeah. Madison over Pacheco. I, I, I think I would too. That's why I threw him in here because I didn't want to just go all against mm-hmm. Madison. Right. You know? uh, Dalvin, so, Cook, but, Dalvin Cook is a pick after him. Whenever, whenever, wherever he goes. Right. So last year he put up. Uh, 74, uh, 74 carries, 283 yards, 5 TDs. He did average 3.8 yards a carry. Uh, 15 receptions, 91 TDs, and 5 touchdowns. So he didn't really have the PPR background. I'm not saying he can't do it. We just really haven't seen him do it as much. And he's all, he right. was also the second fiddle to Dalvin Cook on that yeah, team. Right. So we don't know really what he's capable of PPR-wise. I also right. did read today that I added that they had cream hunt in for a visit. <laughs> that dude's been everywhere. I know. So that, that concerns me. It makes me think like, are they a hundred percent on board with um, their running back rotation right now? You know? And we talk, and this kind of, you know, goes into what we talked about off air is remember when, you know, running backs were the premium and, pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now it's like, now it's wide receivers are, you know, king of the of the first round so they're bringing in kareem hunt because a lot of teams want to do the one-two punch and a one-two punch in in dynasty or in any fantasy really is like 
you know, a kick in the nuts. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> your guy, you got say, okay, so say you got Madison running all the way down, you know, running all the way down the field. And he is a bruiser. He's 5'11", 215. So he's a big guy. Yeah, he's running through guys. Fella. He gets all the way down to the goal line. You bring Kareem Hunt in to punch it in for one and, and then get well, you. Well, not only that, we're, I mean? talking, we're talking taking away PPR upside with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, true. Kareem Hunt's he, a, he, a, a substantially useful better pay, PPR. Better pass catcher. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm su- super surprised he's still out there, by the way. True. I, I do think there's a lot of wear and tear on the, on those tires. Even yeah. though he was the backup, they used him a lot. I think what, what um I think what got him was his whole off the field issues. It could be that too, yeah. He could is twenty eight. That kinda yeah, that kinda did, you know, he missed a wrench and everything. He was suspended mm-hmm. for a full year. Was he? Um but I got Okay. Speaking of so I did watch the Vikings game last night. And Okay. Madison didn't play, which I mean is kind of usually to be expected when your whole expected, offensive right. line's not playing. Kirk Cousins wasn't playing. Um, they used Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler a lot last night. Yeah, and he was he's uh, second year. This is his second year, so they want to see what they have for him. They had Dwayne McBride really didn't get much of a run at all. So that running back rotation is just up in the air to me. You know, right. And they've upgraded, so I'm going to get into my, my dog tag, but they've upgraded a lot of passing options on that team, too. So is he going to get that PPR work that he hasn't really gotten anyway, you know? Right. So my dog tag, believe it or not, can't believe I'm doing this, but is Kirk Cousins. I can't believe you've done this. I know. Uh, an ADP of 65.4 going around, guys. So let me ask you this. Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins? Jared Goff. Really? I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. I, I, he's been like, he's one of the, these two, like that's the most evenly matched in terms of fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Right. So both of these guys have been known as if you type in the word mediocre on the old Google machine, those <laughs> two guys will come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those two guys are always the solid, like 20, 23 points. You know what I mean? As in fantasy wise, they don't throw that many picks. They throw on Monday picks. night football. And Monday night football, yeah. Kirk Cousins will get you three. <laughs> um, I'm taking I'm taking Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff as a fantasy two quarterback. Mm-hmm. Definitely not my main guy, not the main squeeze. But like I said, but he'll get you twenty to twenty three, just like Kirk Cousins. Kirk, I feel like they're almost identical. Yeah, so I, I could, feel like I could agree with that. I don't think you can go wrong. I would take Cousins. Okay, because they upgraded the passing options on that team. That's part of the reason why I was exactly going to say. Okay, I was going to say the only thing would come down to is the wide receivers, and I love Amon Ra. You love Addison much better. You're not getting better than uh, Justin Jefferson. Nope, exactly, exactly. I think then Justin Jefferson again. I don't know how many times I can reference we're Eagles fans watching Justin (laughs) Jefferson, which is like oh, (laughs) Um, there he is. So one more I got for you is Daniel Jones. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take you over Daniel Jones. <laughs> I was a pretty good flag football quarterback before uh, <laughs> all the injuries. Um, I would take Kirk Cousins as well. Daniel Jones does yeah. offer you that rushing upside that Kirk which is, is definitely not going to get you. Which is super weird because he like yeah. he gets like 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 bulk yards, but he like runs like he's in cement. So like doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's sneaky athletic. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, the hell is this guy? He's like the best guy at the CYO league. I'm like, the hell is going? Uh, no, I'm, I'm taking Cousins there. Yeah, me too. Last year he finished as QB seven, which is fantasy wise, which is surprising because you know we do think of him as a mediocre quarterback, you know, right. in NFL terms. But they did upgrade the offense, like I said, with Jordan Addison. They added uh, TJ Hawkinson last year, but this is the first year fully with TJ Hawkinson at tight end. So I think we could see another top, you know, top eight finish for Kirk uh, this year. I think it's in, you know, a very real possibility. And if you're a contender, I would, I would definitely take Kirk, take a look at it right. or try to acquire yeah. him. Cause I did write some trades down that I've mm-hmm. seen. So Brock Purdy Reed. and a 25 third for Kirk. Hmm. Okay. So the, so this is obviously rebuild versus trying to win. Yeah, I think I would take I, – I think I have to see more of Brock Purdy. I think okay. he's a flash-in-the-pan type guy right now. Um, he could turn out to be, you know, the next great, you know, Tom Brady. But just because yeah. he – a lot of people liking him because he's, you know, Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah, mm-hmm. So um, – but – if you're trying to win now, Kirk Cousins is the like I said, he give you in the twenties in points. Mm. And if he's your if he's your quarterback too, like we're in a two quarterback league. About that. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm feeling better um, about that than if I had Purdy though. Oh yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what to expect with Purdy. I mean, um, he kind of came in late in the season, and then you have all the the angst with um, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold. You never Sam know, Darnold, you know what who's I mean? apparently been lighting it up in camp. <laughs> So, Again, <laughs> it's just weird. He's a camp darling. He's one of those guys. Um, Derek Carr and a twenty-four third for Kirk Cousins. That I, uh, that's yeah, tough. it's hard. I don't, I don't. But I think I, I would take Kirk still there. It depends on like what my wide, my, my quarterback status would be would be looking like. Because mm-hmm. I, I was always a big Derek Henry guy. I love Derek Henry, dude. Derek Carr. Oh, Derek! I'm thinking of Derek Henry. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr. No, Derek. <laughs> I was thinking of the Titans. Um, Derek Carr. No, I like Derek. No, I'm ta- I'm keeping Derek Carr. You're keeping Derek Carr. Yeah, okay. yeah, dude. I like him in the Saints. So, I yeah, like so him with the Saints. I, I, I again, this is this is why I put these because they're tough. You know what I mean? I don't know why I, I I heard you say Derek Carr and I thought Derek Henry. I'm like. <laughs> It's more like that's really that's a really weird Henry. that's a really weird trade, but all right. <laughs> um, no, I think I think that is also kind. They're kind of the same. He Derek Carr has always been kind of um, you know mediocre and puts up points for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think New Orleans' offense is a little bit better. Well, no way. You don't think so? No, not with no. Why? How? Why would you think that? So I really like Chris Olave. Uh, so I was going to say, I think he has a but, really good season. But it's Justin Jefferson. It's just, you're not. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, um, I would take Addison over Rashid Shahid, which would be their second wide receiver there. And I would take TJ Hawk over Jawan Johnson. Well, you're, you're, you're highlighting the wrong tight end. Oh, are you going to give me uh Our guy, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> he, came he came back, back and was like, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Dude, you know, whatever real quick, dude, I saw yesterday, I don't know if they were fucking around or what, but they said Ray Rice was at the Ravens facility. <laughs> like, doing what? what? <laughs> what yeah. you, why? 
What, where Why? are all these old people coming back from? <laughs> so now you're back from out of space. I, I like, like this that. That's a good joke. That I mean, he's probably how old is Ray Rice? He's got to be like thirty-five. It has to be. Let's say nineteen eighty-seven. He's thirty-six. <laughs> He was uh, visiting, I guess, for some weird reason. No, yeah. I think I think Derek Carr in that offense is going to be substantially better than he was in Las Vegas. Right. Um. Right. So that I think I do agree be, with you on that. That'd be, that'd be I, tough. That'd be tough. I mean, you can't argue Justin Jefferson. You know, he's the best wide receiver in the game, right? So, but after that, what do you what do you have? We don't know what we have yet in Jordan Addison. Um, true. He looked good last night. That toe drag. <laughs> if listen, I know it's the preseason, but I'm throwing that damn red flag. I'm giving my rookie all that hype. I'm to, like, yeah. Review that. That was that was he had to. And ain't that crazy, right? So it's like when they're in college, they only have to have one foot, but then somehow they are automatically Change just it. know how. To, yeah, and I'm like, I think a lot that? of like the the upper echelon receivers in, in college start doing two okay. from the gate. Right, I think, and it's a good, it's a good process. You know what I mean? Because if right. you want to make it to the NFL, you got to get used to it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, again, been... Kirk, Kirk Cousins, we're getting, we're getting off topic. But Kirk Cousins is a is a buy for me if you're trying to yeah. win now. Um, he would also be good for redraft purposes. Yeah, absolutely. Like in a regular, especially league. if you if you wait late, mm-hmm. you know, late in the um, late in the draft to take a quarterback. I like Kirk Cousins a lot. The last thing I will say, this is the last year of his deal. So we're going to have to see what the Vikings end up doing. This is kind of nut up or shut up time for Kirk, you know? Do you think he signs an extension? Dude, he's like 12 years in the league. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe they do like what they did with Rodgers. They give him two more years. I don't know. Yeah. That's tough. He's getting up there. If he, I mean, if he can take the Vikings to the, you know, uh, the playoffs and have a good playoff run, maybe they give him two more years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, but if they end up, if they end up bad. They're drafting one. You know. Yeah. No, they got they got that guy. I mean, let me look him up because I took him in our startup league, and I'm going to tell you, he is the next. <laughs> the next quarterback of the future for the Vikings. Just fine. Oh, um, I know. Do you remember who I'm about. talking about? Yeah, Jaron Hall, right? Yes, here yeah. he is. Yeah, trust me, I know this. He's going to be the guy. He's going to yeah. be the guy. He's you think so? Be the guy. Uh, no, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would look. I would look like. No, I, I would look. Like, I would look like an absolute genius if I did. If he oh, was, I have him on one of my Devi leagues. Do you? Yeah. Well, then we both look like geniuses. <laughs> yeah. I think I drafted him in like the 30th round. Yeah, I know. I think that's where I took him. I'm like, okay, let's take a flyer on this fella. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to give us your Green Bay Packers? Hmm. This was a tough one for me. But my dog tag is going to that Luke Musgrave. That tight end out of Oregon State. Dude's mm-hmm. huge. 6'6", 253. He is cornbread fed. Do they have? Wait, we're not talking about Iowa. We're talking about Oregon. Uh, I don't know how much corn. There's a ton there. There is. Okay. I'm telling you, I googled I it. 
I think it's too much rain, but all right. <laughs> no, he was a second-round pick, uh, 42nd overall, like I said, out of Oregon State. He's been having a great camp. From what I've read, you know, him and Jordan Love had that connection. Um, every every video I watch of him, he, like, moves. He's swift. You know what I mean? He's moves. He's a, he's a big man who can move. He's, right. like, trying to kiss a locomotive. Um, <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> you ever try? No. Don't. <laughs> I don't plan don't on do it either. It. Don't yeah. do it. Because it'll take your face off. But him and uh, him and Jordan Love are forming a connection. And I think the biggest thing with that, he's a tight end number one already in the depth chart. So I'm looking at, um, you know, I'm looking at their depth chart. Number one, everyone's questionable health-wise with um, the, the tight ends in Green Bay. So they drafted Tucker the round after. He's questionable, but ADP wise, one fifty eight point eight. That's you know that not, that's a good that's a good that's good value there. I mean, they're, they got uh, Luke Schumacher out, out of the Cowboys. Who I ain't taking a cowboy, so that's already write him off. Liar! You took CD Lamb. Oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got what? me. <laughs> Selling me out, dude. And then Trey McBride. At one sixty three point two, um, out of Arizona, I think if you're sir, if you're looking for a guy late in draft, um, either you know redraft or um, dynasty wise startup, or you know he is a guy that you can grow with. He's young, and I love the connections that are have a young quarterback and a young either receiver. Or tight end because they gr- they grow together, they hang out together, they they you know kind of hang, you know infatuate each other, mm-hmm. and I think that is a, a vital thing for guys to make that bond. And I think you know with that it could be, it could form something great. And he's a tight end one, you know what I mean? He's the the guy there. He's number one there. There's no one you know vying for the jobs. He is – everyone else is hurt, mm-hmm. so it's his time to shine. Um, so that could be the value. Who's I know his there's time to shine? <laughs> Why can't I be quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> there are other, you know, tight ends, young tight ends like Laporta that you love, um, like Mayer so, that I love. Mm. But, I mean, this guy I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. And I think he could be a guy, a value guy. I mean, he's not going to be the first tight end you take. But like I said, the, you know, like we say, the dog tags are guys that we look for for value. We look for value. You know, we're not going to, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, take Justin Jefferson. You know, everyone knows that. But we're looking for guys, diamonds in the rough type guys. And Mm -hmm. I think Luke Musgrave gives you that. So with Luke Musgrave, last year he was injured. So he only played two games last year, which, I mean, it happens. But I watched both of those games on uh, film. So, I on as film? soon as I yeah the film yeah so as soon as I saw him the first catch that he had he reminded me so much of again talking about the damn Eagles but Dallas Goddard um he's not a bad tight end by the way no very good so they both were second round picks obviously right so there's something called the relative athletic score that some uh that an account tweets out math bomb every year when it comes to the combine. So Musgrave scored a little higher 
on that than uh, than Goddard did. But it's just it's eerie. So listen to this. Goddard is six four and a half. Musgrave is six five. Weight for Musgrave is two fifty three. Goddard for two fifty six. Vertical jump thirty five to thirty six. They're it's just it's very they're both just very comparable. And I re- he was one of my sleeper tight ends for this class. I loved him. Hey, he's good. Yeah, I think he's going to be very good. But the two gate two guys you mentioned. Uh, Shoemaker, I would take Musgrave over him in a heartbeat. Um, McBride is an interesting one. I do like McBride a lot. Another very similar athletic uh, tight end, kind of like the Musgrave, Zach Ertz, uh, Kincaid, Ilk, vertical guys. Um, That would be an interesting one, but I'd probably lean Musgrave. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the tight end one. He's young. I swear, I, I, in my this is my first year doing dynasty, right? Right. So like, I looked. I'm like, I need young, 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 young because I don't want to be bad. <laughs> don't want to go get too, too much young. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. You know, mid thirties guys on every single you know draft right. pick. But my team was a lot of youth, like a lot of. 24 to 27, 28 guys. I think the mm-hmm. oldest guy I, t- I took I I took was Cordero Patterson. <laughs> and then you really, I was like I was like I was sitting there trying I did it a couple weeks ago. I'm like, what's my average age? And I'm like, okay, 24, 23, 27, 26, 34. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he's old. No, but with Musgrave, I think, you know, he offers Dude, at, at one fifty eight, that's there's value there. Yeah, there's value there, Take especially the with the yeah, Take especially with a second round tight, a second round tight end that the tight end discrepancy, you know, between tight end one and tight end five in fantasy is just drastic. So you might as well take a guy with some upside and hope for the best, you know, in two three years from now. Right. So, and my my thinking also with it. So again, like I said previously, with this scenario, I need a tight end. Mm-hmm. I got. Musgrave at 158.8. He's got no one around him. I'm looking this. Okay, he's got no one around him. Everyone's hurt. Okay. I got Luke Schoonmaker, who has Jake Ferguson there. I'm like, okay, so Jake Ferguson, I think, is ranked higher, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So that automatically takes me away from him. Right. I think he is not by much. And then, you know, Trey McBride, I think Arizona's a dumpster fire. I don't think Green Bay is going to be a dumpster fire. I don't think they win the division. Like I said I earlier, I think I put have money to win. on them to win the division. Yeah, did you? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you could have given me that money. I would have put it in a <laughs> better use. Yeah, Detroit, I think Detroit's going to win, dude. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason Detroit is opening up the season. Mm-hmm. True. True. Yeah, um, you're not wrong. But, actually, um, no, but I think the values there. Like, you got to look at what are his. You know, what's going to inhibit him from taking that number one spot? And there's nothing. Mm-hmm. So my guy, my dog tag would be Luke Musgrave. I like it. No, mm-hmm. trust me. I really like it. I really like Musgrave. He was, I think I had him tight end four. But in this class, tight end four is not bad. You know what I mean? You had Kincaid, you had Mayer, you had Laporta, you had Musgrave. Um, I think I had Musgrave. So he was a, he's the fourth guy. He's the fourth guy out of the, you know. Yeah. I know I'll you're a big, a, guys. a big, yes, you're a big Kincaid, Kincaid guy. guy, 
yeah. hey, I'm a big mayor guy. So, well, mayor hasn't practiced in a week. That's it's okay. Concerning, but the best um, don't need to practice. We're talking about practice, oh, not yeah, a game, okay. not a game, not <laughs> a game. A We're talking about practice. All right, fine, <laughs> fine. All right, so um, I will go into my doghouse for the Bears. Sure, if you want, I'll give my dog tag for. Oh, I mean, crap. my dog, my dog house for the Packers. We were so yeah, caught up on Musgrave, I was like, "What? <laughs> hey, we I can switch so it up if you want." No, no, no. Go ahead. Because you're not gonna like you're not gonna like doghouse. I know. I have a feeling. It's that guy, that Christian Watson. Dun okay. dun dun. Wrong, but okay. You think so? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm a lot. I'm a big camaraderie guy. Is Christian did. Was Christian Watson a flash in the pan because that's who Aaron Rodgers had? That was Aaron Rodgers' guy there on his way out. His ADP is 52.8, which I think is very high. Mm-hmm. Um, that's too rich for my blood. Um, it's just with a, your name, the big <laughs> the, That question mark of the quarterback is too much for me. I mean, am I going to take him above guys like – Two rookies here I had. Um, the ADPs were kind of close. Uh, 53.9 in Quentin Johnson, who you know I drafted in our league. Well, I'm a big, 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 big believer in that guy. I mm-hmm. think he's going to have a monster season. And your guy, Jordan Addison, at 55.7. So out of those three guys, who are you taking? Watson. You're taking Watson over those three? Mm-hmm. For me, it would okay. go Watson, Addison, but not by much, and then Johnston. Okay. And I ask why. So, first of all, Watson is six four, with four three speed. I believe it is that. That's hard to come by. You know what I mean, right? Um, I know you were concerned about Jordan Love. You know his connection with Christian Watson. I watched firsthand last year at the Eagles Packers game. Jordan Love hit him right over the middle, and it looked like Christian Watson was jogging past the Eagles defenders. He was moving so quick. It just looked so okay. simple and easy to him. Taking it, like, what, 65 to the house or something like that? Right. The dude's got some serious skill. And I did watch the game today with Green Bay. Uh, he was targeted three or four times. So I think but also Musgrave was targeted three or four times. So I think I think – Watson is going to be the primary target for love. Okay. And I mean, I get that. I mean, Quentin, J- Quentin Johnson is 6'4", 215. So he's yeah, possible. But I think with between them two, you count on Keenan Allen getting hurt. You can, you can fucking bet that Williams is getting hurt. So who's the guy there? That's what I look at. I'm like, dude, he's a young guy. He's got a big guy. He's got he's got alligator arms, yeah, but maybe he figures that out. Um, That's something that definitely he needs to work on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I took a shot on him in our league. Mm-hmm. I like him, and I think I passed on Watson to take Johnson, and then yeah, Addison. Well, no, I mean we'll again, see. it's it's all preference. It, you could one hundred percent be right that Watson's a flash in a pan, right? Yeah. I, just liked what I saw from year one. And it, it showed at the senior bowl what he's capable of. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Year one was Rodgers. 
you know? Rodgers had one of his worst seasons ever, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll have to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, again. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's a wait and see type deal. I mean, who knows? We could be all wrong and we could be going back <laughs> to uh, – He could be in the middle of dog tag and doghouse and we both right. could be screwed. And you know what would be really funny? We'd have a rookie out of Green Bay that Dontavion Wicks. Would oh, be the, what happens if he's the best? We don't know. True. We have no idea. That team is that team has a lot of young dynasty assets on it. Right. You have Romeo Dobbs. You have Christian Watson. You have uh, Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, Jordan Love, who AJ Dillon. You mentioned Romeo Dobbs. Had a touchdown today. It might be a, it might be a might be a hot take by me, but I think I think Dobbs ends up better than Watson. Mm, dun, dun, uh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. A lot of people like Dobbs. I I, I I have nothing against him. I just prefer Christian Watson. Okay. I. You also have another hot take you haven't mentioned. We'll get to that. You want to wait till later for that one? Yeah. At the very end, you'll just throw it in there right before we get. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll cut off. Yeah. Um, do you want me to give mine? Yeah, good. All right. So I'll start with my doghouse again with the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert. And it's nothing against what Khalil Herbert has done in his career, right? He Last year, he played 13 games. He got injured. He had 129 yards, 70, uh, 731 yards. Oh, jeez. 129 attempts, 731 yards, and four touchdowns. Average 5.7 yards a carry. So, he had only nine receptions with 57 yards and one TD. That has to do with Justin Fields, though. Because a lot of say that. scrambling quarterbacks do not target yep. um, running backs. But, my issue with Khalil Herbert is his ADP of 138 which is a lot around a lot of younger guys, but I'm concerned about the crowded room that they have there. So they have Khalil Herbert, obviously. They brought in uh, Devontae Foreman. They brought mm-hmm. in, they drafted a rookie, Bijan's backup, Roshan Johnson, in the fourth round. It's just, is Khalil Herbert going to be the guy to start the year and then lose the job midway or start losing carries to Roshan? feel like that could happen. I re- I do really like Roshan Johnson, too. He's a very good complimentary piece. And Devontae okay. Foreman, believe it or not, had a good oh. year last year. Dude, I got to tell you, so since Devontae Foreman has come out, I drafted him like every <laughs> single year I'm waiting for him. I'm like, all right, this is the year. This, this is, is the it. year. This is the year. Yeah. I'm like, this is my guy. Um, it started with because I, I had a few too many uh, club sodas. And I clicked on Devonta Foreman. I drafted him, and I thought I was taking Devonta Foreman from Atlanta. Like, oh yeah, you got Devonta Freeman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm like, all right, you suckers, I got him. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Wake up the next day, I'm like, God damn it! But the, so then after that, I just taken him every year. Which I mean, he's done well last year in Carolina. But mm-hmm. I feel like um, with Herbert, he was kind of the guy who stepped up when everyone was injured. So when you know Montgomery got went down last year, um, he stepped up. He put up a couple points, but that's a good point. If they're drafting a guy, and like we talk about, you know, running backs are always going to be a one-two mm-hmm. punch now. Aside from your CMC and your Saquon's um, and your Eckler, 
you know, you've got one and two, one and two, one and two. So mm-hmm. you you know, you got to kind of pick your poison on how you're going to get your points. But that's a good point. They drafted a guy for – they didn't draft him just to bring him in and say hello. You know what I mean? A lot of people really liked Roshan um, in the draft cycles from what I was reading online and everything like that. Um, I, I, I think he's going to take over mid to halfway through the season. But, again, Cleo Herbert couldn't really keep David Montgomery off the field last year either. You know what I mean? Right. So I do think and, this is going to be a crowded room. It's going to be used a lot, you know? Yeah, and even with, you know, the Bears, and you know how I feel about Justin Fields, I think, you know, it's hard to take even a running back from Chicago. Excuse me. So if I'm looking at Chicago, if I'm looking at, you know, running backs and I see CHI next to it, I'm, I don't think I'm taking them just because Justin Herbert loves, or Justin Fields loves to run. Mm-hmm. So... That I feel like you know completely vultures the running back there. So I'm like uh, I'm staying away from them. So I'm with you. So I do think that they're going to try to limit Fields running, kind of like kind of like what they're doing Lamar exactly and and Hurts. Um. So a couple people he's drafted around again, Roshan Johnson. I think I would take the the flyer on Roshan. Okay. My guy Tank Bigsby. Anyone named Tank, Mike loves. Yes, yeah, I'm in. Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears, I'd pro- I mean, it just depends on my, you know, build. I'd yeah. probably take Spears and then Tyler Algier, which, who I'm knows? I'm not taking Tyler Algier. Yeah, I don't think I am either. I would have taken him last year. Val- with those, you know, with that crowded room, if you want the value there, I would take Roshan because they're around the same thing. Or I would just wait. Till 177 is uh, Foreman. Yeah. I think I would just rather wait on Foreman. He looked good last year with Carolina. If he's healthy, he's solid. You know, yeah. again, I just don't, I don't trust this room because it's so crowded. That's the only real reason. So with that, you, so you have no concern about uh, fields like with Vulture and the Ron. So I do. And I don't, because I do feel that they are going to try to limit QB rushing. You know what I mean? Okay. I think they did that in Philadelphia. Or they're trying to do that in Philadelphia, or they have done it because but I, feel I think like, we noticed last year Hertz didn't scramble as much. But I feel like I feel like Jalen's arm is way better, and that's surprising for me because I was a hater on Jalen Hurts in the beginning. Now I love him. Well, um, I feel like his arm is substantially better than Justin Fields. Okay, so this is going to lead me into my dog tag, right? Who's DJ Moore? Okay, you love him. Yeah, I do. So. We're bringing it back to Fields versus Hurts. We didn't really see Hurts start to take off until they brought in A.J. Brown. Now, obviously, I'm not comparing A.J. Brown to D.J. Moore, right? Mm-hmm. But D.J. Moore has been a very solid wide receiver in this league for a long time. He's only had two seasons out of five under 1,000 yards. That was last year in his rookie season. So he's been a very consistent wide receiver for a long time with some trash quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I think giving Fields a true number one receiver is going to benefit him, and it's going to benefit DJ Moore, who is my dog tag. I, and that's okay. when you see improvement, is when you get them a true number one, and you now, get them an upgraded offensive line. Okay, so if you're Chicago now, right? 
Mm-hmm. You have this, you, you look at your game plan, you look at your schematics, and you're like, okay, we're giving Justin Fields DJ Moore, we're giving mm-hmm. him a better offensive line, and we're giving him, I thought Claypool was going to be something. Maybe Claypool turns it around. So maybe in solid number he's two. He's had some good practices recently. Yeah, but I- there's there's a lot of things saying that he doesn't want to – he's not – he's like the Ben Simmons of, of football, right? So he's like, uh, he's not that much into football. Okay. So say he turns it around. You have a number one, number two, and a great offensive line. But Fields still runs around like a crazy person and doesn't throw the ball that much. What do you do as a Chicago GM? I mean, they had the opportunity to draft a quarterback this year, and they didn't do it. Yeah. It was like a, year, a day late and a buck short. You know? I think I think Fields is the next up-and-coming quarterback. I do you think, think he he's has going to be, or do you think he is? Well, first of all, he he, I think he has to be. But okay. I do think he takes the Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen approach, where they give them the number one, and they start to improve. You know what I mean? He, he I'm always good. I'm always interested in to see, you know, if they do give him that, and they, I don't want to say fall in their face, but like, like it doesn't work out. Like, what happens? Because it really, like, recent recently, I haven't seen that. You know, it hasn't worked out. They went out. They got Jalen AJ Brown. Um, Josh Allen got um, Diggs. Diggs. You know what I mean? So now they went out and got more. What happens? If they if it doesn't work out, are they going to be like, well, shit, what do we do? They got uh, the Colts' first round pick next year, right? In that deal, That's I'm something pretty I sure they did. Up. I'm pretty sure they did, but I, I do think so. We're going off topic a little bit, but I do think Justin Fields takes that next step because of the improvements they've made on offense for him. You know, I would like, to, dude. He's an exciting player to watch. Like, he's a, I like he to seems watch like him. a very good dude too. Yeah, yeah. Of course, and I would uh, I want him to succeed, but I'm interested to see what happens if it doesn't mesh together well. You just want to watch the world burn, essentially. <laughs> so again, my dog tag is DJ Moore. Believe it or not, only still 26 years old. He's it feels like he's been in the league forever yeah. at this Seems point. Seems like he's 100. Yeah, his ADP is 59.2. Last year he uh, finished as wide receiver 24. He had 63 receptions, 88. 888 yards, geez, and seven TDs. Like I said, this was the first year besides his rookie year he didn't have a thousand yards. Okay. Which is solid, you know? Right. Um, the players going around him are Debo. I'm taking mm. DJ. Okay, yeah. Because I think they're the, the question mark of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the question mark is a l- there's both question marks on the quarterback, but a little bit less for Chicago. So I'm going more there. Jerry Judy. I'm going more. Yeah, okay. I, I am too. This one, I, I think we're both going to agree on this. Calvin Ridley. Who are we taking? Who are you taking? I'm taking. You know who I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know I'm taking. You already know. You already know who I took. Again, it, it's a tough one because um, I do think they're both very, very – I would probably take Ridley if I'm trying. Yeah, I was going to say, it ain't tough for me, man. I'm yeah. taking Ridley. <laughs> I took Pittman. Ridley. Um. I do really mm. like Michael Pittman. So do I. He's a good wide receiver, man. Um, I'm going to take more. Yeah, me too. So I'm buying into that training camp hype. Last year, he finished as wide receiver 24, which is you know lower end wide receiver two in fantasy. Uh, 
I do think there is a possibility where he could finish in the higher end, like wide receiver two. I don't know if wide receiver one, maybe a back end, like a like a 12 or 11 is definitely possible. But I feel like, you know, 15 to 17 is probably the sweet spot. Okay. I, I, I think that's 100% an option to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, from what we've seen, videos and everything I've seen from Chicago media, is that duo is lighting the world on fire. And you know what? It's it's crazy, and it's a, a lot. I I look at a lot of training camp videos, and a lot of it. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's gotta it's, cancel out the noise know. a little bit, right? Yeah, and you're not gonna know until you know week one. So let me ask you this: Is Justin Fields the best quarterback that DJ Moore has played with? You know that answer. You know who it? my favorite. You know who well, my favorite yeah. quarterback of all time is. So. <laughs> you kind of could take him out. Well, I mean, not really, because his rookie year was Cam Newton, and then his second that's year my, was only two games. My favorite player of all time, by the way, is Cam Newton. That's what we're getting to. I get um, it. But no, Cam is better. Cam is better than Justin Fields. Do you do you feel Justin Fields is an MVP level quarterback? Yes, he could be if he if he takes the next step. He could be. Mike, you know what I say about ifs. I know. <laughs> I think if this works out, I do think there's a possibility he could be in the MVP conversation. It's going to be tough because you guys not got... As, not as long as Jalen Hurts and Pat Mahomes play football. I understand that. But he's going... I think he could be in the upper echelon MVP. Yes, I understand that. I do think he could be in the conversation this year. But is a conversation... I don't think that's a like, hot take to say that either. I think it is, dude. <laughs> Let me so like, hold on. I'm so going to pull look, up the odds on FanDuel. Go ahead. Keep. So let me ask you. Okay. So is it like you're saying in the conversation? How how far is in the conversation? So you're saying Jalen Hurts. You're saying um, Pat Mahomes. You're saying Josh Allen. So like, where does this conversation end? Would you, he's going to be the fourth or fifth guy? I could say he'd be in like the you know eighth. Which that's not in the conversation. It is in the conversation. No, it is not. I would say it is. But so this is who they have <laughs> above him right now. Number Ready? eight. Court, number eight. Is, you're, getting a, you're getting a half a vote, dude. I, he's got me beat by one vote if he's not that. Come on, dude. They have him as the 11th best odds. 11th? Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm at 12. <laughs> I Come think he on. could, man. If he takes that next step, I think he could. Now, there's other guys who are taking the next step before him. My guy... Trevor Lawrence has taken that step way before um, Fields is. I mean, I think you did. I think you did, but you would take Fields over Field, uh, Lawrence over Fields in a startup. Yes, yes, I took him. I think I would take Fields. Just a rushing upside. Why? Because Trevor Lawrence can rush the ball and he can throw. He's got a cannon arm and can run the ball when he needs to. We'll see. We'll see who has a better year this year. We could put money on that if you want. Oh, I'll put money on it. I can. Well, I'll, wait. So let me let, let's let's clarify. Are we saying who's going to have the better fantasy season? Oh, who's going to have no? No, we can't because his rushing his rushing. Oh, um, I'm wipes sorry. Out. I thought you just said Lawrence could scramble as well. No, he can. He can, but he's it's not his first option. Okay. Who has a better all around year? 
it's probably going to be Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's absolutely going to be Lawrence. Lawrence is going to throw fantasy wise. I think I think it's Fields. Yeah, because he of course because he's going to rush, right? And he's going to and he's going to vulture. That's what we're talking about, big guy. Okay, but I did say he could be in the MVP conversation. But I do think yeah, that's a, a possible. 11th, dude. 11th. I don't even that's know if he's in the same though. room, dude. I don't even know he's if he's in, in the, the same room. room, dude. Come on. He's in the same room. No, nah, I mean. Um, to be fair, though, he probably is the best quarterback since Cam. Because you got guys like Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, Will Greer, Teddy Bridgewater, Temple Zone, P.J. Walker, and Sam Darnold. It's definitely, yeah, definitely the second best quarterback he's ever played with. Um, and I'll take that. I'll I'll die on that hill. Um, I think I would I, put money down on Fields to win MVP at plus sixteen hundred. I put one dollar down. I would put one <laughs> one single dollar. Okay, that's all. That's all. He's dude. I don't think anyone's going to win the MVP until until Pat Mahomes retires. Pat Mahomes retires. <laughs> yeah, you are going to. No, you can already mail it in. No, I agree. That it's kind of hard to beat him. I actually already put money down for Jalen Hurts. So I did a three-leg parlay. Oh, yeah, you did tell me why we're, we're talking about um, the old MVP odds. So I did a three-legger for 10 bucks. Jalen Hurts to win MVP. Justin Jefferson to win um, Offensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. And that Max Crosby from Las Vegas to win Defensive Player of the Year. 10 bucks wins me 33 Gs. Yeah, I mean that one definitely could happen. You should have put a rookie one down too. I know. I think I. I know. Well, you know what it was. I think they 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 cap you. So like oh, I did, okay. I did do a rookie. I did do a rookie, or I did something else, and it was like, well, your odds are getting like it's like exceeded. Like <laughs> they don't want you to win a hand here. <laughs> they're like, yeah, what? What does this guy know? Like, why is he? You're gonna win like one point six fucking million dollars. Here it is. You're like, nah, dude. Thirty three thousand is the most you can win. Yeah. No, I mean that's not. I, I I think yeah, that's a pretty easy bet. Not easy bet, but close. I would say. Yeah, I mean I think the biggest one would be Max Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat out guys like T.J. Watt. I know. think he was. I think he was plus money. Everyone else yeah. was like even. Was even he money. in the eleventh? Hmm. Was he the eleventh best odds? No, 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 not that bad. But he's in the conversation. <laughs> All right, you got that. Oh, give us your other hot take. Ah, uh, that the Lions are winning the division. Okay, uh, the, li- it's the Lions really not hard. Book to- it, book it. The Lions <laughs> are winning the division. It's hard to call that a hot take when that division's so wide open. You know what I mean? Lukewarm take or uh, you know tempered, like <laughs> like a little bit hotter than than warm. I'd say mild, like a little mild they- sauce. I think they win the division. I think they got the best looking team. They got the most exciting looking team to me, anyway. Um, it depends on that defense, though. Too, they have a lot yeah. of youth at that defensive position. Yeah, defensive positions. Yeah. Brian Branch, who we wanted here in Philadelphia at safety, laid somebody out today, too. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. I'll take I'll a gander. Send it <laughs> but. That's your hot take. That's my hot take, and that will do it for the Dynasty Dogs. I'm your host, Rich McAteer. Alongside me again is Mike Anthony, and we are brought to you by WinDailySports.com, and we will talk to you again next week. Toodaloo for listening.